You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, you're joining me for episode 152 of the Blended Family Podcast. I hope you all had a lovely Thanksgiving. Sean and I had the day off. We didn't have the kids. We actually usually don't for Thanksgiving. We often work the holiday, but it just worked out this year that no one really wanted us there cleaning. You'd be surprised how many years that wasn't the case. People would still have us there to clean if they were going out for the day. But this year we had the day off, so we spent it together. I watched the parade in the comfort of my bed with my coffee, did some online shopping, worked on the podcast, and then we caught a movie. Our kids enjoyed the day with our exes, which was good for them, since we don't have much family here. Anyway, no complaints from me. I have lots to be thankful for this year. And now it's just weeks away from Christmas. For years, Sean and I would stress over our Christmas holiday. How would we celebrate? Who was going where on what days? And how could we afford to give the kids everything they wanted? Now as they're older, that's one thing I think that does get easier. Mostly everything else about teenagers is harder. But holidays get easier, at least at this age. I'm aware as they get older and have their own partners, it might be harder to get together. But when they're younger, as I know many of you are experiencing right now, and we did too, you have the added struggles of trying to keep everything even, trying to find shared holiday time, mixing traditions and ideas. It's tough, I know. For us this year, we are going to enjoy the fact that all they want is money. And I know that sounds so impersonal, and it is, but it's also very easy. At the same time, there's always this touch of sadness that they aren't babies anymore, and that really does take some of the magic away. So wherever you are on your journey, Find ways to enjoy the holiday season. It does go by so fast. Every time we go to the store and we see the little ones, we feel a little bit sad that our kids aren't little anymore. I've got three more shows coming out this month, or I should say in the month of December, and then I'll be taking a much-needed two-week break over Christmas and New Year's. I still work during that time at my other job, and I will still be answering emails for you, but there will be no podcast released during that time. And I'm sure you all understand, and my family will appreciate me spending a little bit more time with them over the holiday season. Time is running out to take advantage of the special offer I have going on from now until the end of December. That is for my coaching bundles. Currently, coaching for an hour session is only $65. That price, unfortunately, is going up in the new year. What I'm offering now is for people to purchase the coaching right now, at a low cost for use later on. So you can buy one for $65, or you can save more by purchasing a three-pack at $180, which comes out to only $60 a session, or you can purchase a five-pack for $250, which only comes to $50 a session. I will always run specials, but honestly, this is the lowest price you will ever see for my coaching 
So if you've ever considered coaching with me or if you already have had some sessions with me, it's just a great deal. And the sessions do not expire. So you can buy them now and stock up and use them at a later date whenever you're ready. So if you want to schedule that, all you need to do is go to blendedfamilypodcast.com slash schedule to book a time with me. Okay, so let's get into today's topic, which is to stop taking things so personally, says your host who takes everything to heart. Yes. So this show today is just as much for me as it is for you. This is a major issue for me, but I'm working on it. I have to work on it every day. Luckily for me, I have people in my life who know this about me and they kind of help to keep me in check, mostly Sean, who has to constantly remind me that I'm overthinking something. So are you a person who takes things too personally? Is this how you would describe yourself? Or maybe it's how others might describe you. Or sometimes people will call a person too sensitive. I get that all the time. Melissa, you're just too sensitive. And you know what? I am a sensitive person and I do worry too much, but is it that I'm always too sensitive or is it just that I'm tuned in to others' emotions and feelings? I don't know. That's the question of the day. What I do know is that when we go through life taking things too personally, we suffer for it. And I speak from experience. So what does it look like to be this type of person? We're constantly worried that we offended somebody. We play back events or conversations over and over in our minds to make sure we didn't do anything wrong. We assume if someone is upset, it must be because of us. We assume if someone isn't friendly, that means they don't like us. We care deeply about what others think of us and we can lack self-confidence. Those are just some examples of what it might look like if you're a person who takes everything to heart. So why do we do it? That's the million dollar question that I don't have the answer to because we're all different and we all have our reasons for being who we are in the world. Sometimes it stems from childhood. People who grew up being emotionally or physically abused sometimes have this issue as adults because when they were young, they may have been led to believe that everything was their fault or everything was about them. Other people might just have a low self-esteem. Some people just are sensitive People have triggers, everyone has triggers, so that could be it. You might agree with what someone is saying about you. You could feel excluded, that's how lots of people in blended families feel. You might think you're being treated badly or unfairly. There are all kinds of reasons. And if I'm describing you here, have you ever analyzed yourself? Have you ever thought about why you're the way you are? It's important to do that. It's actually a helpful step in learning how to overcome it. And that is the goal, overcoming it, because it really isn't an easy struggle to deal with in life. And in a blended family, there are new relationships forming, and sometimes they don't go as easily as expected. And the challenges that come with a blended family can leave anyone feeling insecure. But I have to say here that the ones who probably get hit most are the stepmoms. I say that because for one, women are just typically more emotional than men, and stepmoms generally are faced with more pushback, pushback by both bio moms and the stepkids. And I know I'm generalizing here, but I'm saying this because I get emails about this all the time, and I know who's struggling with what. But that doesn't mean that anyone 
is exempt from this at all. We all feel like this sometimes. So today, I'm going to share with you 10 tips to help you to not take things personally. Number one, avoid toxic people. This isn't always possible. As we know, sometimes it is a family member who is toxic. But if there is someone toxic in your life, you want to limit your time with them. Toxic people are not going to lift you up. In fact, they're really good at finding faults and pushing you down. And once a toxic person knows that you are a person who takes things to heart, they're going to use that against you. They will love using that information to get what they want from you or to knock you down a bit. An abuser or a narcissist, they're very good at this. So until you learn how to be stronger here, you need to limit your interactions with them as much as possible. Number two, have realistic expectations, especially with a blended family. If you're expecting everything to run perfectly in your family, you will be let down. Many of us make the mistake of blending and thinking that everyone is going to just get along. And when they don't, the letdown is overwhelming. There's nothing wrong with your family. If there's fighting and conflict and stress, it's normal. Don't think you did anything wrong or that you're just not cut out to have a blended family. You've got to know that things won't be perfect and then you won't feel so let down when something happens. Number three. Determine how important the situation is. It's easy to get carried away and make a mountain out of a molehill. Lots of times we really make things so much bigger than they need to be. So when an issue comes up, think it over. Are you running away with yourself again? If you're not sure, ask a loved one. If you knew how many times I asked Sean advice on this, and most of the time he comes back and tells me that I'm making too much of something. And it always turns out that he was right. Number four, work on your self-confidence. People that take things personal often lack in this department. That's why we're always worried what people think. For whatever reason, we may not think highly enough of ourselves. See, once you have confidence in who you are, you won't have to worry about what anyone else thinks. Figure out where you lack confidence. Is it that you don't feel smart enough? Is it that you don't like the way you look? What is it? Getting super comfortable with who you are And learning to love yourself is a sure way to boost your self-esteem, which can potentially eliminate taking things personally at all ever again. Number five, don't give away your power. When people know that we take things personally, they can use that against us. Even people who are not toxic, it could be your best friend or even your own partner. And it's not always a conscious thing either. But sometimes the people closest to you can take advantage of your insecurities. They know what to say and do to make you question yourself or your behavior. It's a form of manipulation, but again, it isn't always a conscious thing. Remember what I always tell you, that we have to teach people how to treat us. If we teach people that we care deeply about everything we say and do and everything they say and do, we're giving away our power to them. So don't do that. You have to figure out how to stand in your power. And this is something I'm definitely going to cover in a future show in more detail. Number six, don't jump to conclusions. This is a problem for lots of us. Someone doesn't text us back right away. And we have a whole story running through our minds that the person is angry with us. Or your stepchild doesn't smile at you today. And you think of all the reasons why they just don't like you and never will. 
Can anyone relate to this? Most often the scenario in your mind is far from what is actually going on. Why do we jump to the worst conclusion every time? And why do we always pin it on ourselves? What if that person is just having a bad day or the phone is turned off? So the next time something happens and you start running away with yourself again and coming to conclusions, notice it, notice it. And then try to come up with other scenarios that have nothing to do with you of why they didn't pick up the phone, why they didn't smile, whatever the case may be. And when you do that, it'll help you realize that there could be a million other reasons to explain what's going on, and it'll help you to see that you're probably just jumping to conclusions. Number seven, understand that it's not always about you. People have all kinds of reasons why they act angry or rude, why they say things that they shouldn't say. They have reasons for breaking plans or not calling. People do things wrong, they offend, they make mistakes. People are people. Why assume it has anything to do with you? For those of us who take things personally in life, we always assume that everything has to do with us. It doesn't though, and the sooner we can understand that, the easier life can become for us. Number eight, learn how to delete your imaginary trash bin. Just like your computer needs to delete trash, so do you. Has someone said something about you that hurts? Don't keep it in and take it to heart. Some of us don't know how to let things go. And when someone hurts us, we keep replaying it over and over in our minds. You can make a decision to say that it's trash and envision dumping it out. But the trick to this is to actually dump it out. That means you make a decision to get rid of it and not think of it again. It sounds difficult, but it's easier than you think. Think about it this way. Is what they say about you true? If someone called you a box, you'd say, that's ridiculous. I'm not a box, I'm a person. And then you'd laugh it off. So the same thing with insults. If it's not true to you, laugh it off, throw it away, get rid of it. Number nine, Stop caring what others think of you. Okay, so that's definitely not easy, and I'd be a hypocrite if I told you it was, and if I told you that, I have no problem there. I care so deeply what others think of me, so I get it. But that is a goal you want to work towards, is to stop caring. Remember the quote that I always share with you, it's none of my business what you think of me. And I want you to repeat that over and over in your mind when you think someone thinks less of you than you are. Understand, too, that not everyone is going to like you or understand you. Even if you're amazing, no one is liked by everyone. We can't please everyone. And I believe a lot of freedom comes with not caring what others think of us if we can get there, even if we can only get there sometimes. It's better than nothing. And number 10, surround yourself with those who love and understand you. When you take things personally, it's always best to be around people who don't make you feel that way. You still will, but it'll be much less when you're around people you're really comfortable with. People who know how you are and who you are and support you regardless. People who build you up and make you feel special, important, and loved. And it is always good to have even that one person in your life who calls you out on things because they love you. That person that can say, hey, you're doing it again. Stop overthinking this one. You're taking this too personal. So for me, that person is Sean. And I also have a couple of best friends who keep me in check with love. 
So those are my 10 tips for people who might take things too personally in life and in their relationships. So let me repeat them for you. One, avoid toxic people. Number two, have realistic expectations. Number three, determine how important the situation is. Number four, work on your self-confidence. Number five, don't give away your power. Number six, don't jump to conclusions. Number seven, understand that it's not always about you. Number eight, learn how to delete your imaginary trash bin. Number nine, stop caring what others think of you. And number 10, surround yourself with love and under people, I'm sorry, people that love and understand you. And I will put those tips in the show notes for you as always. And what I'd like to end with today is from the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I've spoken about his book before here on the show and it is a must read. I highly recommend it. But one of the agreements is to not take things personally. And what he says about this is A, nothing others do is because of you. B, what others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. And C, when you are immune to the options and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. I hope that today's tips help you if you are a person like myself who goes through life taking things personally. If you have no problems in this area, maybe you know someone who does, maybe a friend or family member, maybe even your own partner. If so, please share this show with them. It's not an easy way to live. If you're listening and you have a tip to share on this, please comment on the show notes, or you can always email me with feedback to melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Don't forget our private Facebook group over at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group. It's free to join and a great place to connect with others like you. Next week, come back. It's a must listen. I've got an interview that you will not want to miss. So join me then and I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.